Welcome to Locust Street Studio for the sixth episode of the Hudson Havoc Podcast. The sixth episode of the Hudson Havoc Podcast is sponsored by Good From Wood. And uh, Brett, I know you wanted to mention something about uh, the great people at Good From Wood. Yeah, for those of you that aren't familiar from uh, Good From Wood, it's a mom and pop shop located in Stillwater, Minnesota. Good From Wood is known, is known for making that statement piece everyone's going to be talking about. Their specialty is barn doors, and they've been featured on HGTV. You can find them on Instagram and online at www.goodfromwood.com. And I'm assuming that a new box by the Hudson Havoc locker room that looks amazing is uh, from the people at Good and Wood. I, I'm I'm glad that you actually mentioned that. Yeah, we've we've got to give thanks to the guys uh, over there. Marty Dick did a fantastic job on the thing. Um, for for guys that don't know what we're talking about, uh, the the guys over at Good from Wood um, built us a box that's uh, for travel and it holds our equipment and kind of storage. Um, and, and guys that are unfamiliar with kind of the hockey equipment and the travel game, uh, those boxes can cost, you know, upwards of hundreds of uh, thousands of dollars um, to kind of get and taken care of. And all of a sudden we've got a brand new one in our locker room that looks fantastic. And I don't know what kind of wood it is on there, but it's gorgeous. It's got an unbelievable finish. It's got all the stickers and logos um, with the Havoc stuff. It's got the, the HUD mm -hmm. Vegas on the inside, yeah. um, the team logo on the front, and then also two of the other kind of lettering. Um, and stuff they have on our apparel, so it kind of matches, you know, what the team does. So it looks sharp, and can't thank those guys enough for the work they did for us. Yeah, when I walked in, it really kind of popped out of everything else. So thankful for the people from uh, Good From Wood uh, to provide that for us. Well, we were just talking about it too. I, the the smell every day when I open up the door, it's, <laughs> it's incredible. I, I, again, I told you, I don't know what the wood is, but it, mm -hmm. it's fantastic and gorgeous to look at. I know some of our guys are really excited to come in every day, and, and know that we have now um, to kind of have with our equipment to take care of everything. So now shifting gears a little bit here, uh, one of the reasons why I was in the locker room not so long ago was because of a series against the Rochester Vipers that took place not too long ago. Uh, and coach, I wanted to ask, you know, what was your feel from that series? I've certainly got some takeaways from, it, but I wanted to hear uh, what you thought about it. I was pleased with it. Um, our, our first period in the first game, I was a little bit, uh, I don't want to say displeased. I thought we were working hard, but just not working very smart. And, and that's kind of to be expected coming back from a break. Um, we had a really intense and kind of stressful showcase where we went 4-0 and had a lot of success. But that, that kind of intensity, you know, it really puts you kind of at that peak and sometimes can be draining. Um, and I was really happy to see their guys took advantage of the time away uh, from the game to kind of rest, recharge, and come back really refocused. And we had a few good days of practice there. And before you know it, it's, uh, it's New Year's Eve and we got the game kicking off. And I thought the guys came out and performed really well. Again, our, our first 20 wasn't my favorite. Mm -hmm. um, but after that, I think kind of the rust kind of got out. Uh, from the blades there, and everyone was feeling good and confident, and our details kind of got sharpened back up, and I thought we played pretty successful five periods into the weekend after that. Yeah, I was going to say congrats on uh, being one of uh, two teams that went 4-0 during that Chicago showcase. You guys stayed undefeated in regulation, and uh, one thing that I wanted to note from this Rochester Vipers series, one thing that I noticed from calling the game is just how explosive this offense is. I mean, this is a Vipers team uh, that has been improved from last year. Uh, you know, they've got new management there. They've seemed to, you know, taken on a bit of a new culture with new players. And Hudson still took care of business against a team that can match another team's offensive production. Hudson outdid that and even more scoring, I believe, was nine goals in both games, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, I, I do believe so. I honestly don't remember the score. I, I just remember for me that something that I was pleased with was our, our guys kind of continued to play detailed throughout the entire you know, course of the game. Something that we're really trying to stress this time of year is trying to find that full 60-minute hockey game. 
Um, there's no more showcase games where the games are 51 minutes or shortened or anything like that. Um, so we're really trying to make sure we're playing a full solid 60 minutes, and that starts from puck drop until the time the the, the final horn goes. Um, and I thought that you know as a, as a group we we did a good job working towards that. Again, I think there was probably two or three minutes in each period we'd like to have back. Um, but just seeing the progression of us kind of working towards having a clean 60 minutes and knowing that everyone's kind of chipping in, pulling their weight, and everyone's on board um, makes it really exciting for kind of the upcoming games here. Yeah, and one thing uh, that I wanted to mention is usually scoring is res reserved uh, for forwards, but uh, the defensemen on this squad are getting involved with that too. Guys that I think of right away are guys like Michael Crosby and Mason Fortin who are racking up points right now. Um, you know, I would assume that it's kind of nice to have defensemen who can also put their two cents in every game uh, when planning offensively. A hundred percent. I mean, knowing that, but those guys are producing the right way too. I mean, th they're moving the puck uh, out of their zone. They're not guys that are trying to skate 200 feet through everyone and try to produce that way. Um, they're moving the puck. They're getting up to the blue line. When there's an opportunity to get shots through, they're doing a good job of getting shots through. I'm really pleased with that. Um, you know, and to see those guys kind of step up, I think Walker Smith is another guy that has really stepped up in the point production wise. Um, Evan Eisenstark is kind of really finding his groove offensively as well. Uh, and then Potsy, I mean, he's leading the team right now in plus minus. And then Flug is always as steady Eddie as it goes. Um, so love kind of seeing what those guys are doing back there and the work that's being put in day in and day out by them has been fantastic. And Ryan Davis is doing a good job keeping them sharp and kind of ready to go on a nightly basis as well. And day in and day out, like just what, what Ryan's doing to work with them, making sure that they're ready to go and the, putting the right pieces on at the right time. Um, I think it's just kind of testament to what our back end is doing there. And that, that's Ryan with the defensemen and goalies um, doing an unbelievable job. But, you know, when you have Chris Dusick leave mm -hmm. and, you know, you all of a sudden you're thinking how do you replace 50 points on the blue line um, to see a majority of our group stepping up offensively and doing it as a collective group, um, that's really exciting as a coach. It's not just one guy you're leaning on offensively. Um, when you got four or five guys that can really chip in and then a few that can really shut it down, um, it kind of makes us well-rounded on the back end this year. And you mentioned uh, Coach Davis and a part of playing as a collective uh, with a hockey team, which is something that the Havoc had uh, all year last year and have shown to continue to have even with turnover at this spot uh, into this year is uh, consistent goaltending. Uh, guys like Kenny Torelli, Blake Mitchell, and Cam Molesky are doing a really, really good job of you know guarding their posts and uh, doing it well. That's something I've also been impressed with, uh, even though from how I'm talking, I'm impressed with kind of all three <laughs> facets right now. <laughs> We've been very happy with all of them. Mm -hmm. uh, they come every day. They they work their butts off. What, what makes it so exciting is the work ethic that all three bring, I think, really motivate and encourage and push each other. Um, as a coach, you know, for me, I get to kind of sit back at times during practice and kind of watch and observe and kind of correct things to watch the effort that these guys bring on a daily basis. It's awesome and a lot of fun to be around. And, you know, that, that kind of attitude is contagious. It's something that you want to show up to the rink every day with guys who want to compete and want to work hard. And to know that we've got three guys that are doing that on our back end, um, I mean, it makes it a lot of fun. I know Ryan's enjoying the heck mm -hmm. out of it, working with them on a daily basis. Um, obviously, after coming off working with Cal for the last few years, when you come having – Arguably probably the best player in the league, if you want my honest opinion, <laughs> um, for the last two seasons. And now all of a sudden you got new guys that come in and have that same type of work ethic and attitude and mindset. Like, it, it's a blast. Yeah, and you mentioned Cal Ambrose. He's one of uh, multiple examples of Hudson Havoc players moving on to the next level. I hear uh, there's some news when it comes to uh, players visiting campuses right now. Yeah, th there is actually. I We've been very fortunate. I've been in contact with quite a few coaches uh, throughout the break, and it, it's kind of crazy. It's supposed to be a time away, but it's, it's unique how it never really stops. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't know what I'd do if it did. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we just recently had a few guys visit Newman. They just got back late last night. 
Uh, we had Brennan Watt, Caleb Dusick, and Drake Barnish on the Newman campus. Um, and then right before we went on, uh, or right after um, we got back from break, we had Dylan Marty and Drake Barnish out at Framingham State um, with Coach Bailey out there and, and, and had unbelievable things to say about the campus and getting to meet him. So I'm really happy for those guys getting that opportunity, winning games and all of that is fantastic, but at the end of the day, it's all about making sure guys get that opportunity to move on to the collegiate level and to see these guys get the chance to come on campus and get that experience and attention from schools. It's uh, really exciting and encouraging, I think, for some other guys, too, that are here, knowing they want to be that guy happening for them soon. I mean, yeah, that's what this level is about, is about moving guys up to the next level. That's something that I know you pride yourself on when it comes to building up this program, and all the guys that you mentioned are very well-deserved names when it comes to getting looks from uh, schools at the NCAA level. Uh, so I guess uh, moving forward here, uh, got some games upcoming. We'll talk about that more often later yep. on in the show here. Uh, but any you know sort of beginning thoughts that you have, kind of leading in what the preparation has been, kind of like this week at all. If you want to talk about that right now, yeah, things things have been good. It's uh, with the game being moved from Friday to Saturday, it gives us an extra full day of practice. Um, so we took uh, Monday as to be a little bit more of a competition and competitive day that's uh, maybe a little bit more fun-based uh, with some skating. I don't think some guys enjoy the skating as much, <laughs> but um, a little bit more competition-based, and it gives you that extra day to kind of really, if you got a few guys that are banged up or have some bumps and bruises, kind of give them the day off or kind of maybe mm -hmm. take things a little bit lighter for them. But the guys that really need the reps and to get in there gives them a chance to really get sharpened again and, and be ready to go for a solid Tuesday practice. Um, we didn't skip workouts or anything. We still, we're still a C1 um, three times this week with uh, strength and conditioning twice and then yoga once, and they're doing an unbelievable job at making sure the guys are healthy and taken care of. Uh, it was actually kind of crazy. I was talking to uh, a player, and I won't tell you who this player was, but um, th this guy has sat on my couch every day for the last two years and has not missed one of his shifts that he's played. He always watches his games with me um, after, and, and it's awesome. But he's just like, you know, in the in the last few months, I've gained close to 15 pounds. I'm thinking to myself, that that's amazing. That's kind of testament to what those mm -hmm. guys are doing over there to keep those guys, you know, healthy and, and well-balanced and giving me guys that are ready to go that can win hockey games. So C1's doing a great job, and Brent Jamison and Coach Nick Welter are killing it. Yeah, C1 is a very vital part of uh, the Havoc machine right now. Is there anything else that uh, you want to touch on here? Uh, anything that I might have missed? Uh, I just want to say Happy New Year. Obviously, yeah. I think we, we kind of skipped past that. With It was it was wild how quick the holiday break mm -hmm. went, and all of a sudden we're right back into games. And um, just to take a second to, you know, I wish everyone a Happy New Year and thank everyone for all the work they've put in to help the Havoc get to here um, for 2021. And we're looking to have continued success with all your support and help. Yeah, well, I'm certainly uh, happy that hockey's back after the holiday break. I uh, miss it, even though it was a kind of a short <laughs> time period without it. Uh, so that was uh, head coach Brett Wall here. Uh, moving forward, uh, we are soon going to have Kenny Torelli uh, switch spots with you. I know that you'll still be involved with that. Uh, so be sure to uh, stay tuned as uh, we'll have uh, netminder Kenny Torelli coming up here on the Hudson Havoc podcast. Check out the upcoming home games for the Hudson Havoc at Historic Ornick Arena on January 9th, puck drop at 7.30, and on the 10th, puck drop at 7, as they take on the Rum River Mallards and Rochester Vipers. Tickets are $8, and kids 10 and under get in for free. What's the equivalent in Wisconsin to peanut butter and jelly? Well, hockey and beer, of course. Make sure to check out the Hop and Barrel Warming House at every Hudson Havoc home game located above Gornick Arena. Welcome back to the Hudson Havoc podcast from Locust Street Studio. Tonight I am joined by Kenny Torelli. How are you doing tonight, Kenny? Doing well. How are you? Uh, doing all right. Thank you for asking. Uh, Kenny, You. this is your first year with the uh, Hudson Havoc. Uh, I'm aware that you used to play at Lake Forest Academy, which is a place uh, that 
there are multiple Hudson Havoc players on it right now or came or are Havoc alumnus that came from Lake Forest Academy. I uh, wanted to ask you about like any experiences that uh, you've taken from Lake Forest uh, up to uh, this level here. Oh, yeah. It, uh, playing at Alpha, it was a great opportunity for me. Uh, playing under Darren Madeley and Andrew Posca. Um, they really create a great uh, a great team there. Good um, companionship between everyone, and they expect nothing but the best. So um, it really was a great experience, both on and off the ice, academically and athletically, and uh, honestly couldn't have asked for anything more from them. And, Coach, do you have a connection with Lake Forest Academy, considering that there are multiple players on uh, the Havoc right now? Uh, so I do, Brian. So I actually am the first one to graduate <laughs> from Lake Forest Academy. They <laughs> followed me here to Hudson. Um, no, actually, I've got an unbelievable relationship, uh, something that definitely changed my life when I went to LFA and had the opportunity to play for Darren as well. And um, it's when Darren was a younger guy. Uh, I give him a hard time now. I let him know he's a little bit older and he's Asian, but still does an unbelievable job at producing guys that make that jump to the next level of junior hockey, then eventually to the collegiate level. And um, got a few guys that have been moved on to professional ranks in the NHL, and, and does an unbelievable job. Just really taking care of not necessarily just players, but people. Um, they prepare you kind of for that next step of life, whether that be hockey or business or college, whatever you're kind of doing. Um, and something that I truly have kind of owed my, a lot of my career and, and success to. And there's a reason I continuously go back there to try to find players. It's a place that I know and I trust. Um, a lot of these guys have gone through the same things that I've kind of gone through and experiences that I have experienced as well. So it, it makes it easy to kind of be relatable and connect with those guys. And at the end of the day, I want guys to be able to come here and be comfortable and know that, hey, this is a place you can develop. And I think having that LFA connection has been able to have some guys, you know, know that we've kind of grinded through the same trenches and gone through the same kind of things. And hopefully one day they have the same outcome. It's certainly good to have those kind of pipelines and uh, places that you can uh, rely on. And uh, Kenny, I also uh, I also know that you spent some time with the Green Bay Gamblers. Uh, any experiences from that as well? Uh, getting called up uh, to that league? Uh, yeah, that was that was a great experience, and I was fortunate enough to be able to do that. Um, that's the best league in the United States right now, and uh, the players that come out of there are Division One and NHL NHL bound. Um, so just the whole the whole experience up there with the speed and the coaching and mm -hmm. the the type of player that comes out of there was just unbelievable and i was so, like i said so fortunate to be able to experience that last season well yeah we're uh, certainly happy uh, that you're here with us right now and uh wanted to quick ask you about do you have any hockey inspirations that you uh, carry with you uh when you're playing oh yeah for sure my uh my uncle and my grandpa were always big on me uh helped me out when i was younger and so um always thinking about them and especially my grandfather he's always with me every game he unfortunately passed away a few years ago um so have a sticker on my mask for him so oh, nice. that always kind of helps to get me going before mm -hmm. games and uh i guess one thing that's very integral uh to how well a player does is the support that they have when they go away to play junior hockey and uh, a part of that is uh a bill at home uh and i wanted to ask you about you know uh what's that like you know being in a bill at home setting what's your billet family like uh and uh, all that jazz when you're playing at this level right now junior hockey oh they uh they've honestly become a second family to me nice. um the pettises uh tina and preston and then preslin tenley and layton um they've welcomed me with open arms from day one um they've made sure that i've had everything I, I need to be successful here and have honestly just created a great atmosphere for me to be a part of their family and um, enjoy every aspect of it with them. 
Yeah, it's really good to hear. Uh, nice to have that uh, support system. Coach, is there anything you want to hit on with the uh, billet parents that make this program possible? They obviously do an amazing job. But just kind of like speaking of family, I've got to ask you a question. So um, the last few weekends had an, an awesome opportunity to kind of get to spend a little bit of time with uh, your dad. There. <laughs> He's the senior and you're a junior. I'm, I'm kind of curious, is there an opportunity there's going to be a third? Is that is that the look? <laughs> Uh, you never know. Nah, not trying to think that far ahead right now. Okay. But Fair enough. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm always curious. That's why I'm always like, man, I wonder if he's going to do the third thing. So no, I mean, we're on the podcast. I want to get the people yeah. to know you. Yeah, I know. It's um, definitely crossed my mind, ask. but well, we'll see. Well, down the road for sure. Fair enough. <laughs> well, if that does happen, uh, I guess uh, Brett will be sure to uh, keep tabs on it. <laughs> I just hope he's a goalie or a strong defenseman. <laughs> Uh, and Kenny, one thing I wanted to ask you about is that uh, you're off to quite a hot start. I don't know how much it weighs on your mind. I'm sure that you're just taking care of business out there when you're out on the ice. Uh, but you've been really impressive here to start off the season. Uh, you know, any takeaways uh, that you have uh, early on here in the season? I know there's still a lot to go, but uh, uh, I guess for me personally, I would say uh, that you've been definitely very fun to watch uh, in the net this year. Oh, thank you for that. And. Um, <laughs> Honestly, it, it all goes back to coaching and the guys in front of me. They make my life easy during the games by following the systems, doing all the little things right, playing detailed hockey. Um, and at that point, it it makes, like I said, my life easy where I just have to stick to my own game plan to give them the best chance to win night in, night out. And I guess uh, this kind of just came to my mind now, but Coach, you and I were talking about uh, Coach Davis. Uh, you know, what's that like being coached? Uh, by a guy like Ryan Davis, who, you know, as far to my knowledge, is does pretty good at his job, and uh, he's done a really good job at coaching up uh, these defensemen and goalies like yourself and uh, your two fellow netminders uh, with you. Yeah, no, he uh, he's awesome. He brings high energy every day. He keeps things light um, until we have to get down to business, and then from there on out, while we're on the ice, um, he does everything from going over little technical changes that we can make to benefit us or different sort of reads that we can make to help our team out or really anything he's he's one of the best in the game for sure at this level and um he definitely helps the three of us out big time okay. anything you want to hit on coach with that i mean yeah he he hit it on there correctly i mean brian brings an incredible energy and um i i think brian you can see that when you're in the office with us like <laughs> we always kind of have some conversation going or a thought or an idea um just love the passion that he brings and then his a kind of obsession with the goalie position and things he brings and wants to try and his knowledge and his desire to keep learning more that he can share with his guys. Like it, it's awesome and it's a lot of fun to be around. Obviously, it's been a huge help for me as a coach um, to know that you got a guy that's working as hard as you are. It, it makes it really easy and a lot of fun to be around. Yeah, for me personally, whenever uh, I'm with Ryan Davis or talking with Ryan Davis, he always has a story to tell me, something uh, something to say. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, that's one of the things I do love about him is he, he's always got time for you. He's always willing to share a story, always willing to share an experience. And at the end of the day, I think that that's one thing that makes you a good coach. you got to be relatable, and guys got to know that you've gone through similar circumstances or similar highs or similar lows and um, to kind of share those experiences. And he's a guy that's always willing to do that. And sometimes people – um, you know, again, and this is at different levels and different places and different coaches, but sometimes there's not always that relationship there. And, and to know that Ryan can kind of bring it on a daily basis for the guys, I think the, a lot of the guys respect that and appreciate what he brings when he's willing to share and kind of, you know, be there and just be, like Kenny said, you know, keep things light. But when it's time to get to work, like, you know, there's a serious and there's an intensity that comes with it. Yeah. And like Coach Brett said, uh, being especially as a goalie coach, it's such a small community and we're all kind of a screw loose up there. It's nice to be able to. <laughs> be relatable to someone I haven't met a normal goal <laughs> it's nice to have someone to relate to both on and off the ice and hockey and the real world so coach Davis does that perfectly for all of us 
Yeah, no, that's uh, something. Uh, this is a bit of a personal introduction, but my dad, who was a high school goalie, he says oh, that okay. uh, to be a goalie, you got to have a couple screws loose up there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we our idea of fun is getting little bullets shot at our head all day. So I don't know who signs up. For that. <laughs> uh, so looking forward, uh, you know, this is a long season; is uh, very taxing as it moves on. But uh, you know, is there anything that you're looking for? You know, coming up with a couple of games here against the Mallards and Vipers, and then a big series the week after. Yeah, honestly, just uh, kind of expectation of excellence for our team, um, continuing to do what we've been doing the first half of the year, playing detailed hockey, being consistent um, on and off the ice, whether it's during practice, during workouts, to ultimately get the best result um, throughout every game, especially that big series coming up in a few weeks. Yeah, I'm certainly excited not only to watch uh, this week's games, uh, but also the upcoming ones. Uh, you know, that I'm sure Coach uh, Brett and I will uh, hit on here uh, coming up here. Uh, but, you know, is there anything uh, else that you want to mention here? Or Coach, do you want to interject anything? Well, I, I for me, I, I want to get these people to know you just a little bit. So I'm going to ask you a few fun questions here. Um, so in the locker room and, and before the game and, and whatnot, I call you the chicken parm. <laughs> Being Italian, what's your favorite Italian dish? Oh, I have to go with my uh, my grandma's meatballs. It's a family recipe all the way down. So nice. that's that's he the best. He knows well grandma's meatballs. <laughs> what about you, Brian? Uh, what do you mean? Favorite my, Italian dish. My favorite Italian dish? Uh, it's a bit of a basic answer. Probably just pizza. I don't know if it's fully Italian, but hey, that's fine. Yeah. I could also go for some good lasagna. That's pretty good, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know too. if those are... You know, I don't know, 100% I'm a sure. chicken, uh, chicken fettuccine guy or nice. chicken parm are my go-tos. Like if you're the chicken parm, like you're the, the supreme, as good as it gets. What, so. uh, what's your go-to sauce? Uh, you know what? I, I like a little bit of vodka sauce. And when I was, you know, obviously a little bit younger and kind of balling on a much smaller budget, <laughs> uh, it was the Alfredo and marinara mix. So Ooh, that's a good one too. Yep. Uh, nice Cubs hat you got on. I noticed that. Uh, you a diehard Cubs fan, or is I that am for sure? My, uh, <laughs> I my entire family grew up playing on my dad's side grew up playing baseball and football nice. and um that whole side has been a Cubbies fan since uh, late 60s or early 70s so just keeping that going it's kind of weird though because my grandpa played in the White Sox organization so <laughs> it's kind of a little back and forth but it's fun must have been fun to watch them break that drought a few years ago. Yeah, where were you at when they won the World Series? Do you remember? I was actually driving home from a practice in Milwaukee. Oh, um, oh, driving nice. home and then got back for the extra innings. So okay. just in time to watch the ending. Awesome. Anything else you're curious about, Coach? That's kind of what I, all, all I have there. Um, just, just honestly, it's been awesome to work with you so far this season and looking forward to a great second half and kicking off the new year here and um, looking forward to kind of what you bring every day. Uh, we love the attitude. We love the intensity. You're unbelievable in the community. We're just looking forward to you continue being that guy. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me today as well. Yeah, of course. Uh, for me personally, too, you've definitely been really fun to watch uh, this year, and uh, you've been a welcome addition to this team. At least I would certainly say so. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for that. All right, well, uh, coming up next year, we'll have a Coach back on uh, where Kenny is sitting right now uh, to wrap this one up. Uh, you're listening to the Hudson Havoc podcast on from Locust Street Studio. To check out any and all information regarding the Hudson Havoc, check out our website at HudsonHavoc.com and all social media that includes Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Check out the upcoming home games for the Hudson Havoc at Historic Ornick Arena on January 9th, puck drop at 7.30, and on the 10th, puck drop at 7, as they take on the Rum River Mallards and Rochester Vipers. Tickets are $8, and kids 10 and under get in for free.
back here at Locust Street Studio, sixth episode of the Hudson Havoc podcast. Once again, joined by uh, head coach Brett Wall. And uh, coach, I know that you know you picked Kenny's brain a little bit, but it was good to have him on the show tonight. Uh, it, it was awesome. Uh, someone that I'm really excited for people to get to listen to. Obviously, you guys have just heard him, mm-hmm. um, but really excited for you guys to get to know him a little bit and kind of connect. Uh, a guy that's done an unbelievable job at really immersing himself in our community and our program. Um, right from the get-go, there wasn't really much of a transition period. A guy that knew he was here was ready to work and really just kind of plays every day where his skates are. And for us, that's encouraging to see. It wasn't a guy that, as a rookie, you got to kind of wait for him to figure things out or feel it out. He's a guy that kind of jumps in feet first to all of it um, and has had a lot of success because of it. And now I kind of want to move towards, you know, looking to the future. I don't know if we want to hit on it a bunch, but uh, two games coming up here uh, against the Run River Mallards and the Rochester Vipers, uh, who you guys just played uh, this past week. Uh, what are your feelings heading into a back-to-back with a couple of different teams from Minnesota? Uh, it, it'll be good. You know, the Run River had a, a good showcase there and, and picked up some wins and did really, really well. So it just be a different look for them than what we saw earlier in the year. So I'm excited to kind of get that series kind of rolling as we hit the second half and, and get uh, game two of our four that we play there under our belt and, and kind of get that in full swing there. Um, so that'll be good. Puck drop is going to be at 7.30 on Saturday yep. instead of 7. So warm-ups will start at 7. Uh, game time will be 7.30. Um, and then on Sunday, uh, facing the Vipers again, we got to make sure we're ready to, and prepared. And they've got a few guys that can really put the puck at the back of the net. The Dimple Wolf kid is is very good as a 2003 birth year and hardworking, solid 200-foot player that um, if you give a chance uh, with some time and space can produce. Obviously, he had a few goals against us there on uh, the first game. Uh, so a few guys we really got to key in on and make sure we're sharp and tight. Um, but looking forward to kind of getting the weekend rolling. Yeah, that first line with him, Barner, and uh, Van Rieswick is pretty dangerous. <laughs> I would completely agree with you. <laughs> um, and y- we'll we'll probably talk about this more next week, uh, but I also wanted to ask you, uh, you know, don't want to look too far into the future, but a big series against the Wisconsin Rapids River Kings. Uh, I would say that you and the River Kings are a part of the pantheon of the Midwest-West Division right now. Uh, we're last year, a lot of respect between you and their head coach, Marty Quarters. Uh, we'll certainly hit on this more later on, but, uh, you know, any thoughts about that heading into a really big series that could determine Midwest West supremacy down the line. Yeah, here. I mean, we got uh, two great teams battling at home uh, middle of the season. I mean, kind of the dog days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's what everyone kind of wants is a true test to kind of see where you're at. Um, but another th- exciting kind of thing to highlight about that weekend is it's actually going to be Moms Weekend. Yep. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for all the moms to come up, the billet moms and, and the players' parents will come up and kind of celebrate and be recognized and you know kind of rejoice for – Everything they've done, but also, too, like, my goodness, I still can't even believe it because one day, you know, it'll probably be my kid, but sending your kid away to uh, be in Hudson, I mean, we've got to make sure that they're recognized, that they're making these sacrifices back at home and continue to work and support from a distance. Um, so just to have them up there for the guys, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I know last year um, was an awesome time and an awesome experience mm-hmm. for the Moms Week. I know they did the starting lineup, which um, was mind-blowing. I didn't know that was going to be happening, which was really kind of cool and neat. Um, but they'll get to go around and enjoy the community of Hudson and some few local businesses and bars and wineries, um, as well as you know, eat and dine, just kind of really be immersed in what Hudson is doing and see you know, the support and of the community um, that they're showing you know, their players when they're away from home. So I think it's kind of fun for not only them to be seeing their kids play, but also, too, for Hudson to kind of show off a little bit. Yeah, I was going to mention, uh, you were talking about it. it's great to have a community like this uh, hosting players like that. And uh, I guess from my perspective, uh, I was lucky to grow up here, and I'm sure the uh, Havoc are lucky to be hosted by the city of Hudson. Uh, th- there's some magic here. I was actually talking to 
Kenny Trelli Sr. Uh, not too long ago, and he's <laughs> like, man, he's like, there's just something about this town. He's like, I, I love it here, and, and I was I was kind of looking, I was like, yeah, there, there's a real magic. It, it's mm-hmm. not uh, the havoc. It's not me. It's not it's not anything other than just what the city brings and the support for each other and people that have dreams and goals. Um, this is a place where they can come true and a community that truly gets that, and I can't even explain the support um, and love that all my guys are doing on a daily basis. Yeah, no, it's good to hear and it's good to be supported by an affluent community like this one. And I know that we, you know, touched on this a little bit earlier, but anything uh, you want to highlight, can't go too much into it, but anything you want to highlight with preparations upcoming, you know, we're getting into the thick of things this season and got a back-to-back year coming up. Uh, what have the preparations been like? Preparations has been good. Uh, we just got to make sure that every day that, that we're preparing, like y- mm-hmm. you can prepare great on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, but you know, if you miss a day on Thursday or you kind of have a lackluster practice or kind of go through the motions, um, those kind of things add up. And what we really preach here is preparation, detail, and consistency. So we're preparing in the right way and doing things detailed. And hopefully we can do that consistent. And laying a good brick and a good foundational body of work every day um, is really that consistency piece that we're making sure that guys have. If you're missing a brick when you're building a house, good things don't happen. But if you put them all there, um, usually you can build a home pretty quickly. And I explained to guys, too, it takes a long time to build a house. It doesn't take very long to destroy one. So you got to make sure that every day you're putting in that work and not skipping any details. Holding yourself accountable, too. Yeah, I'm certainly excited for those games. Uh, some more chances uh, to nail some puck into the board. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping that's the case. Yeah. Uh, any message uh, to the fans or parents that might be listening or, you know, heading to Gornick Arena or, you know, listening uh, to me call it on Hockey TV upcoming here? We've got a great squad. Uh bunch of young men that are working their butts off every day and doing great things in the community as well um, more than just hockey players I will definitely preach we got 200 foot people here um, in, re- in regards to hockey there being a 200 foot player is kind of the most uh, you know like gracious compliment you can give someone so being a kind of a well-rounded person a 200 foot person is something we're having these guys strive for um, so come check out people that are really doing a great job in the community doing an unbelievable job um, at the rink and at the same time they're you know college balanced student athletes so it's it's hard to not encourage and support that um obviously all our sponsors we can't thank them enough uh the sponsor of the podcast today mm-hmm. good from wood um and all the amazing work that they're doing do check them out um, at www.goodfromwood.com um follow them on social media at instagram as well um can't thank them enough and then i've, I've got to thank now um the most important lady in my life right now um, Lenny Wall, my uh, brother had a, had his daughter, so oh, we are extremely excited to be an aunt and uncle, Katie and I. So it's really cool, and for them to get to experience that, um, couldn't be more thrilled and excited for kind of the future with them and their family. Yeah, congrats to them, and congrats uh, to you as well. Um, you know, for sure. Uh, I guess one thing that I want to say is, uh, you know, heading into a crucial juncture in the season is really good to see fans out and about as much as possible. Um, you know, so if you're not going to tune in on hockey TV, uh, it's certainly nice, at least from my perspective, to see people, you know, wanting to come see uh, the Hudson Havoc. Uh, and I'm sure it is for you to see that support, you know, especially in a big uh, juncture this season. Yeah, I, I think the players love coming out and seeing a full building. And I think that's something that at the end of the day, when you're recruiting, I think people see and players know that, you know, I'm going to play in front of people that understand the game and support it and get it. Um, so it makes it a lot of fun. And then obviously anytime that you score a goal and the building gets loud, there's a big hit. Yep. Um, you hear the crowd erupt. And then obviously, you know, when you can bring in local support and sponsors like Hot and Barrel to kind of get involved and get in the mix and get noticed as well. Um, it's just a win for everybody. So we're having a lot of fun here. Yeah. Uh, anything final that you want to mention here? Uh, anything that I might have forgot to touch on? Happy New Year to everyone and come check uh, out a Hudson Havoc hockey game. 
All right, well, thank you so much for listening. Be sure uh, to check out the upcoming games or to watch them on Hockey TV. Thank you so much to head coach Brett Wall for coming out here uh, for tonight's podcast. And thank you so much uh, to goalie Kenny Torelli uh, for checking in here as well. Uh, so I think uh, that just about wraps it up here from Locust Street Studio. Thank you so much for listening to the sixth episode of the Hudson Havoc podcast. Good night, everybody.